Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to All Talk with Hello Sport on SEN. Thanks to Neds. Whatever you bet on, take it to the Neds level. You win some, you lose more. How long was it you were there for? Yeah, pretty much two months. It was like seven and a half weeks. So you really get like you really get a feel for a place, you know what I mean? When you're there for that long. Mm. What I think you did well was like sort of like a real side of Russia. Yeah. Did that feel like something that you well was it a was it a bit of a culture shock for you even generally, like in terms of what you expected? Yeah, kinda of like what we spoke about before. It's funny, like in all the movies, you know, the Russian is the villain and the bad yeah. guy. Mm. And I think when we went there and the first person we meet is Anton, who's like, like you guys saw in the film, like the biggest frother ever. Yeah. He just felt like one of the boys straight away. And you, like we're making raps in the car on the way to yeah, the surf. Full like, sicko, yeah, he's full sicko, just doing like sending us weirdest memes and stuff. <laughs> like, like, just and like, he spoke wh- English as yeah. well. Which yeah. 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 But if you were to like show me a person, it was like, when we were the screening, the first shot of him on screen, everyone laughs. It's yeah, like, yeah. that's what a Russian surfer looks like. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's what like a full- Shred or die, is that what he was Shred saying? Shred or die. Yeah. <laughs> But I think that just like challenged that stereotype like straight off the bat. Yeah. Everyone we met was just incredible and then really like they looked after us. Like Max also, he knew the situation and he knew we were stressed and he like understood that there was some fear on our side of whether we stay or leave. And he, he came up to us one day and just like, look, like your safety is like the top of our interest right now and we're going to look after you. And we'll, if, if like the borders closed, we'll get you home. So just know that. So that was like made us feel heaps better because, mm. you know, you're getting messages from home just being like, what are you guys doing? Like, Time to wrap it up. Let's get you back, say. And <laughs> we're there. And like, it you it know. was pretty wild. Yeah, it was wild because like, we had to register with the Australian government that we were traveling to Russia like hmm. when we were allowed to travel, basically. And then like since we were registered, every day we were getting emails from DFAT, it's like yeah. Department of Foreign, Foreign Affairs. Affairs. Yeah, being like, are you still in Russia? Like these people are being detained for media purposes, like probably should come home. And we were kind of like there just – Every day, literally every day, we would get a message being like, are you still in Russia? You should come home right now. Hey, DFAT, f*** off. Stop wigging me out every day. Seriously, and we just (laughs) felt, like, we felt really safe where we were. Like, we were in the mountains or, like, on an isolated beach in the middle of nowhere. Like, nothing was going to happen to us. It was just whether, like, we got trapped there if the borders closed. Because there was a time when I think Abu Dhabi and Dubai threatened to, like, close off to Russia. And that was when Luke, our producer, was like, okay, like the next few days we need to be, you guys like might need to pack your bags and be ready to go. Mm. So there was a few days there and it was hard with Fraser's family in a way because they were definitely like the most conservative and concerned, like rightfully so. Yeah, yeah, Mm. yeah. Um, So there was like, I wouldn't say there was tension between us, but we'd just have to communicate and be like, how are you feeling? And be like, I'm freaking stressed right now because everyone's telling me to come home. You're listening to All Talk with Hello Sport on SEN. We are talking today with Guy Willeman and Spencer Frost Two documentarians who travelled to the east coast of Russia to film one incredible surf documentary. Now, gentlemen, where do those waves sort of stack up in the surf community? Like, do people say, oh, there's that left, that sort of slabby left. Is that the right term? Russia is known, like, they, people have been to Russia to surf and, like, 
and people know that there's waves in Russia, but the the expectation and like what people think was in Russia and what they've seen, like mm. that wave was like, I don't know, 10 times better than anyone has ever seen any waves in Russia kind of right. thing. So I think just like it just kind of blew anyone's expectations of waves in Russia like totally, totally out of the park, including our own. Like we had no idea – even when we were pitching to the sponsors, like the dream session was that first day when we got there. Straight yes. off the plane, we pretty much ticked off like as good of a way as we thought we were going to get right. on the whole okay. trip. Yep. Like that was the peak of what we'd seen pretty much. Yeah, before. Like before. the previous two trips, like yeah. people that had like little fun beach breaks. Yeah, yeah, and in our heads, like if we can get that, we'll make it like epic. And, and like then- we're just all about the story. And then, yeah, and then just... As we as we saw those swells kind of pop up, we like, yeah, we um, you see in the film we took the punt and booked the helicopter, and um, Anton and Max both kind of said the weather's too gnarly and the swell's too big for like anywhere that they know of to surf. Mm. Um, but we we were kind of just like we've travelled most like between the four of us, we travelled all around the world filming and surfing, and we kind of know when the waves are going to be good. If it's like a massive swell with offshore winds, it means that there's good waves and yep. that's what popped up on the swell charts. And we, we just kind of went against everyone saying you're going to waste your money. And we just like, we had to go and check because if we didn't, we'd just be sitting at the lodge and yeah. what could have been. And yeah, yeah, we just kind of booked the helicopter and threw everything in. And um, yeah, we, we found it like looking out the, like they took off the door so the boys could like be strapped in looking out the side of the helicopter and they, um yeah, they just spotted, this kind of crazy left-hander that kind of looked like a wave in Indonesia or Tahiti or something like that. And, yeah. uh, but just cold and snow all over the mountains and a kilometer out to sea. And yeah, I think that was, that was the moment where like pretty much the whole project kind of came together. It was, like, there he- was there a heap of hu- use in the f- was it Ewan? Oh, yeah, was yeah, it so- Ewan in the f- <laughs> helicopter? A couple of Ewans going down, I reckon. <laughs> 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 the reaction is what was great again for like you know you know not your most professional viewers over here <laughs> in myself. Well, we, we I can observe a you. I can observe yeah. a good you, but I don't yeah. necessarily. I also need to be told when something's you worthy. Yeah. But to see your like your guys' reactions to that wave as it's just like sitting there in the middle of the water, it was like oh. k and a half out, k out or whatever. Yeah, it's just over a k. Yeah. Yeah, because it's hard to get a true understanding. Because as you say, like even those first waves when you got there, I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like this is really cool. But that thing looked scary. That big one that you sort of found, big thicky yeah. that had never been surfed before, right? And it was called what'd you call it? Uh, it ended up being called Chibaraska, which is like this little, uh, little like bear, like a Russian icon thing that pretty much everyone that grew up watches it on TV. It was like a Noddy or a Postman Pat. Oh, and Fra- okay. Fraser like had a picture of it on his board. Oh, it was on the board? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they saw it and they were like, what the f- you got Chibaraska <laughs> on your board for? Yeah. <laughs> so they called us the Chibaraska gang. Oh, so okay, So we called cool. the, the wave that. Yeah. I was interested to know like about the boys when they went out there on that wave and surfing generally, right? Like how much of the success that they had on the wave or like just is time on it? Like, or is it, was it about the actual conditions that we like, this is just a hectic, difficult wave to surf. Or is it about like, you probably need to on a brand new wave, virgin wave, if I can be yeah, so yeah. Yeah. virgin wave. <laughs> but like, I th- I how think much is like, it to, you know, dictate how good you're going to go on it? Like that session, they kind of had a like blow. They just didn't surf. Like they, they gave it a crack, but 
they got smashed, as yes. you saw. Like, yeah. they probably made two waves. Like, making a wave is where you stand up and then still standing up at the end of the wave. Yes. And they fell a lot and they got, like, smashed. And then to surf a wave that big and that heavy in water that cold, it's, like, just, like, such another level of, like, just the wipeouts are so much more violent and gnarly. And, um, yeah, I think they they did pretty good, but they definitely, like, didn't kind of nail it basically and mm. um yeah but, which but absolutely is, ridiculous though well exactly yeah was it, like i don't want it to foot, sound like foot, i'm shitting yeah. on them for not nah, fucking nah, staying yeah. up i'm like it was <laughs> in the middle of it i think rightfully so like what you're saying is completely correct like usually if you found a wave that had never been surfed like usually you're not going to be in minus 15, one degree water. You'd have time to watch it and figure out where you need to sit. But like, yeah, you right. don't have that luxury there because usually you got one to two hours max of surfing time. And when you're a kilometer out, it's like, you know, 20, 25 minute paddle out there back in again. So you got an hour to surf it and like they're fully taking a punt. Yes. And like you Unbelievable. Saw like, because what was under the surface? A rock? Yeah, rock. Well, they didn't even know, but yeah. That's exactly. See, that's, yeah. That's, that's absurd. Yeah. Like in the middle of nowhere. It could have been like, like, I don't know, razor sharp, but we just try it and yeah. And that's why f where Fraser comes in because he just gets this like mongrel. He's just got that mongrel in him. Right. Yeah, Letty doesn't really have that, but when he's with Fraser, he kind of has to push it. Right. Because Fraser's just like, let's go. Let's do it. We were going to fly away. And Fraser's like, there's no way we're leaving this wave just because we didn't know whether it was going to be good or not. So right, right. he just pushes it. And he got the first, like his first wave out there, he made, he got bowed and he came out, um, which was just like insane. Yeah. To just like go over the edge on one of them and pull in and come out. We were just like, it was unbelievable. 